So yeah, I, um, yeah, please people check out Black Ballad on uh, on Bagger Kit. It's doing really well. It's uh, last I checked, it was over a hundred thousand uh, dollars. I think it's got two weeks left. I'm not sure. About I'll that. I'll put the uh, link in the description if I can get yes. it. If you want to send it to me? I'll put it in the description and people can check that out. Yeah, here it is. Let's see. $112,000 with 18 days left. Ooh. Not long. Quick, people. Yeah. Get on that. Yeah. Um, it's a great team of people on it. I'm, I'm not I'm not the lead writer on this. Uh, just uh, it's a friend of mine's project, and um, he asked me to be part of it, and I was like, definitely. So it's uh, awesome. It, it, that, that's, that's the brilliance of Kickstarter, Bagger Kit, all these things. It allows those... People were like, you know what? No one's ever done this stupid thing. You know, <laughs> why don't we do that stupid thing? And and everybody's like, you know what? How many times has my party died? And I and that was the end of it. And everybody's upset because they love those characters. Okay, now here's your afterlife campaign. You know, All right? So it's it's it, there's there's a lot of good stupid ideas out there. <laughs> and Kickstarter and Bagger Kit and all these things allow people to get the funding to do them. So yeah. And 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 when I say stupid ideas, I'm, I mean there's it. I don't mean it negatively. I mean it's like <laughs> out there it, ideas. Yeah. It's, 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 basically, what I mean, yes, it's out there, and it's also an idea that a, that a corporation would be like, we're not, have. Doing, we're not doing that, right? No, what, what are you crazy? But because One of, it's that, the audience wants it. So right. Um, one of the guys I quite like. One of the he's a market uh, behavioral market research guy. Very funny. Mm -hmm. And he always said, no one's ever got fired from their business, especially in the 80s and 90s, suggesting they buy IBM. So, you know, and that, that's sort of what he's getting at. You know, it's like they will always do the safe thing because, mm -hmm. or they'll keep returning to the same thing because that's what companies do. Even role-playing companies, they'll go, well, this worked. Like you said, oh, well, let's go back to this because that worked. But someone says, but what about this? And they go, well, we don't know if people would like it. Whereas... You know, maybe people do get tired of the same thing over and over and over again. And there is a lot of good ideas that are a risk because they're not what happened before. Right. And I guess Kickstarter is a good way to test that. If it doesn't work, you didn't invest necessarily the same amount as if you went, let's get, we're going to get the book into production, try to get it into the stores, and then no one buys it. Whereas you do Kickstarter, oh, we made enough. We made enough. We can produce it and then try to build from there, or it becomes a really good success. And yeah, I think that Kickstarter is, is a de it's a decent platform for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And and I thought it was interesting with Black Ballad, they decided to go with Backer Kit. Like they didn't go to start with Kickstarter. They started right yeah. Backer Kit. But Backer Kit's doing this now on its own as well. And cool. and clearly it's it's doing well there. So um it's just it's it's great to see all these avenues for creativity that weren't there before, you know. So do you think it plays better as a long campaign or a short cinematic movie, The Terminator? That's a good question. Um, the funny thing is, is that I haven't really written any cinematics for it. So I wouldn't, I, I'm leaning towards campaign. Um, from the beginning, the idea was that there was going to be the, the core book and a campaign book. And the campaign book was originally... It, it was just stories that were based on the comics or 
spun out of the comics. Okay, so the thing is, is that they put they were putting this together as a book, and I was like, well, that's not really a campaign because none of those stories have anything to do with each other. Plus, everyone's read those comics, um, so you know, if you're a Terminator mega fan and you back the thing, you probably read those comics. You know how they end. How are you going to play that? So, right. It, um, so. It, what Elon Thomas and I did was build a framework around it that connected all these stories together and shift things a little bit so that they each nothing was just the comic again it was um, something that was a fallout from the comic so it involved a lot of most of the elements from the comic but it, it went in a slightly different direction um, to create a campaign um, <clears throat> where you in, in that that campaign is you know you start in the future find this thing that happens and you have to go back in time to stop this other thing. And eventually, you know, it ends with you retiring or dead, you know, um, in, but you retire in the past. <clears throat> the, the campaign we're doing um, for the online stuff is, is different because it's the time displacement commandos. There's a, if, if you make it through all 12 adventures, there's a crazy, um, uh, subversion of expectations. I uh, guess. Surprise. <laughs> um, <clears throat> It's you're not gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna put things together that you didn't realize from the beginning. Um oh. so so it's it's I we we had a lot of fun building like that and we built it like we built it like a streaming series. Right. So you know, um so we, we thought of you know here's a self-contained episode which is part of the bigger story, you know. Um so it, it, it's funny. I didn't even think of that until you said it to me. Uh, it's been completely different than the way we, I've been handling Alien because Alien, the focus has been on the right. cinematics, and we, we didn't even think of that. So I wonder if that maybe that maybe maybe that comes from some love of Sarah Connor Chronicles and um, the fact that I think that the future of all these things is got to be in streaming. Um, right. I think movies is movies is an expenditure of. A ridiculous amount of money for a little bit of time on the screen right and even when you're paying 15 million dollars an episode for a series you're getting more content out of that um right and you're getting people coming back and staying on your channel every week um Ooh. you know so i i think that's where we're going i mean we went from radio to to the movie theaters being, you know, the the grand thing, and I think it's gonna it's gonna become streaming. Um, maybe yeah. not, maybe not in our lifetime. Um, may, maybe in Emily's lifetime. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, I think I think that's where the future of entertainment is. So cool. um, look at all the success Disney has had with Star Wars on right. on streaming as and the confusion that happened with the movies you know it's right it's, there's definitely an expectation different when something is like um like moon knight i enjoyed moon knight as a streaming series mm -hmm. if that had been the story of the movie i don't know if i would have loved it quite as much i might have wanted more costume less Oscar Isaac sort of thing right. when it came right. to a movie because it's sort of it's sort of like it'd be the same as Batman. I want to Bruce Wayne's cool, but I like Batman. Yeah, and if but like in a uh, streaming series, I'm not going to complain as much if there's a really cool Bruce Wayne arc that takes up more of the screen time than 
the suit or the car sort of thing. Because you're still plenty of time right. for your Batman in costume. Yeah, uh, exactly, exactly. If we're going to talk I mean, about course, Batman, actually, you you just made me realize it's like the um the Batman, the movie that came out uh, last year was it? Year before? Yep. Yeah. Um, with Robert. Patterson, Patrick, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Patterson, yeah, Robert Patterson. Uh, <clears throat> that actually, it's a really long movie. It is, and, yes. And it it doesn't fall into the movie trap. Like, okay, the first Iron Man movie, right? I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm a huge fan of Robert Downey Jr. I'm a fan of things that happened in it. But that movie, it's like Marvel was like, we're going to do things a little differently. And they, they, you could see the seeds of what became the Marvel formula in there. Right. But right. it gets afraid in places and falls back on that superhero formula we've seen since the 1989 Tim Burton Batman. It's it, And right. the Captain America film, the first Captain America film has got the biggest problems with that. It just oh, like yeah. now we need the big explosion, and now oh, three, two, four, one. Now we need the betrayal. You know, it's 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 it follows this formula, and then now people complain that oh, the Marvel, Marvel movies are the same. Actually, I don't think that they are all the same. They do have certain beats that are the same, but what they're the same is not something that they created that took superhero movies in a different way. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it when superhero movie superhero movies. In the 80s and 90s were this misunderstood bastard child that wound up being put in front of in in, in front of viewers because the movie uh, the movie the the, the hollywood six were like hey people like it i don't know you know there was no real understanding of what comic books was and now we have people like you know kevin uh in in charge of marvel that that clearly know what what this is about and what to do with it you know so right. it, it Marvel changed everything with that, and then, but like, there's some movies that some some movies like um, <clears throat> um, Black Adam that came out, and I felt like I felt like this is almost going back to the old formula instead. Like, like it, it, it's it, it's it's do we need formulas? No, we don't need formulas. Okay, but right. once you have a success, people are going to follow it, right? right. Um, <clears throat> but The streaming format gives us these opportunities to to do wacky things that you can't you can't risk. You're risking money, but you're not risking quite the same. Right. Yeah. Right. It. I don't know if that's making any sense or not. Um, no, no, totally. Well, Let them take chances that they wouldn't take as a big movie. I mean, yeah. with Moon Knight, I wasn't even I wasn't even totally engrossed in it until. Um. The episodes when the they went into the other reality or in his head together, and it was right. like the last two episodes, I think. Suddenly, suddenly, I was like, so when everything was explained about the childhood and all that stuff, suddenly it was like, oh, this is awesome now. Like I just liked the show until then. Now this show is awesome. Um, right. I can't imagine movie having that slow a burn. Right. Oh, and still still being able to be successful um so but but that batman movie um 
I was all over the place here for a minute, but that Batman movie <laughs> uh, feels a lot like a streaming series to me when you're watching it. Um, right. It, it, it's not until the end when they get to the, oh, now the flood, the city's flooded and we're putting people on the roof where suddenly it feels like a superhero movie again, you know? Right, mm, right, yeah. That was a tangent. Hey, those are the best. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, <laughs> for the Batman? <laughs> for Batman. <laughs> yeah, we should probably say something. I mean, it's been out a while, so. Yeah. Which, actually, when I was watching T2, I was wondering... Is Terminator 2, in part, a very early superhero movie in the sense that when t- the two Terminators are fighting, we've sort of got this, like, yeah. yeah, they're throwing themselves through walls, just like Superman and Batman, mm. and there's a lot of that sort of what became the sort of superhero fight, tossing them across the room 50 feet and rolling and getting back up. And Is, is there an element of superhero to the Terminator? You could take it in that direction, but I feel like that's... I almost... I don't know. I almost feel like that's kidifying it a little bit. Like... Mm. I'd rather view them as these terrifying machines who could rip us in half. And it's It's almost like... To me, it's more like watching Godzilla fight some monster and I want to get the hell out of here, you know, rather than a... Superhero. But but then again, I mean, you know, with the Zack uh, Snyder uh, Batman versus Superman stuff like that, the fallout of their fights may, would make people run anyway. Right. So, you know, so it's it's they're destructive forces. But I guess you could say the superheroes are destructive forces as well. You know, yeah. I mean, the boys certainly did that. The opening oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. opening scene, the speedster. Killing the guy's girlfriend. She's just standing oh. there and yeah. I love that show. Yeah. That's um, a pretty cool I, show. I, I was a fan of the comic when it came out, and then it went too far for me, and I stopped reading it. And the movie, I mean the movie, the, the streaming series has taken the stuff that was best in the comic, I think, and gone oh. in the wrong direction with it. So oh. it's 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 really good. Um so in the Terminator, the GM is re- referred to, in a way, multiple times. There's little notes that says for the director. Yeah. Um, it, obviously, that's a very conscious choice. Is it trying yes. to get the the GM to look at it more like a the the story framework uh, of like a streaming service in in the sense of you the players have to have choice. The players have to be able to do whatever they want. That is the purpose of an RPG. Yeah. But is this sort of trying to get them to think more in um, the phrase you coined last time, which was an RPE, the role play experience, rather than <laughs> focus on the game? I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> I got to get that trademarked. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. Role playing is so different now. You know, it, it's having I grew up on it in the eighties, obviously, and it, it's just now. Now it's now it's something that's you know seen as therapeutic. It's it's seen it's seen as a way to work out issues. It's it's people people now love the idea of taking the role of another character that they didn't even create. Um, if the character's cool, and that's the trick with that with the cinematic stuff, make cool characters. 
Um, it, it's the answer to what you're saying is yes and no, but yes for these people and no for these people, and it, it's it's just such a wide open thing now. Um, it's it. I wonder where it's uh, it's going to evolve next. Like how how can we take it? How can we take it to another level? Um, and I don't think LARPing is it. Um, <laughs> I've never been able to get into LARPing. I don't. I don't know if you guys have ever done it. Or never done it. Well, I know. I know about it. Seen it. Seen it. But mm. I've also never done the like the Renaissance Festival stuff or anything like that. It's never. It's never gone and done anything like that. I wonder if it's something that I need to do, like from a research standpoint, um, because. Because I mean, obviously, people who do that stuff are incredibly immersed in what they're doing. You know. Mm. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, I certainly enjoyed medieval times when I've gone, and I mean, you're buying into the the spectacle of the joust, and you know, it's um, they're not super jousting, obviously, but you just but you're buying into the 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 hero of the night for your section and the sword fights, and they uh, have the um, the hawk. They do the hawk show where it flies mm. around, and you know. Um, the Renaissance fairs have an element of of that to it for sure. I think it's a it's an element of buying whenever you do anything like this. It's sort of like if you you've got to be buying and in RPGs too. We're always talking about buying. Um, Alien, you've got to buy into it for sure. You've and Terminator Two as well. If you buy in, if you don't buy into Alien, it breaks right at the start. If it's like, oh, face hugger, I know what that does. Right. This is my my long lost brother. We finally met, but he's got the face hugger on him. Push him out the airlock, and it's like, really? Why? Yeah. I've seen the movies. It's, it just breaks. You've got to be yeah. willing to buy in, and I think that's what. Um, That'd be good practice some, some... then, going to a Renaissance mm. festival or something. Because I, I think in a way, it would feel more silly to get out of character if you're there in costume than for some people it would. Yeah. If you're just right. sitting around right. a table with your friends, they'd be. Like, I'm just joking around. It's whatever. But right. if you're there and you're dressed as a knight, you probably feel a little more <laughs> uh, need to to stay in character. Right. Um, I like in um in the in Loki the show um they 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 went to a Renaissance fair and the woman's like you guys aren't dressed right some of us really need this <laughs> yeah. come on yeah. get into it <laughs> ruin my immersion <laughs> uh, I think it could be fun um. Something we we talked about before, which um, I was reminded of when I watched Picard recently with Shaw. And when you first meet Shaw, he seems just arrogant and belligerent and bitter yeah. and a very unlikable character in a lot of ways. And they leave him that way for a bit. And then you find out he was there during the Battle of the Borg and He's like, and you know where your dad was, boy? You know where he was? <laughs> Lakotus of Borg. And you find out he was stuck on the ship that was about to detonate. There was one life pod left that could take 10, and there was about 13 cadets. And a lieutenant turned up and just went, you, 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 and chose 10 of the cadets and said, go. And the rest stayed. And he's got survivor's guilt, and he's bitter. And there's a reason for why he was not a villain, but for that sort of, that unlikable element that was sort of there that they sort of set him up as a mini villain at the start you now went oh he's not this two-dimensional or one-dimensional 
creature that just exists because we went, oh, we want someone just to not be in awe of Picard and Riker. There's a reason he really has these, he's got survivor's guilt and all that bitterness of what happened, and he's struggling not to have that just leak out everywhere. It also in makes sense. terms. It also Sorry, makes yeah. sense why his main concern has been the safety of the crew the whole time. Absolutely. You know? um, Absolutely. I think, I think he's a great character. Um, I actually would love to see if they if they did a spin-off series with him. I think that would be really interesting, surprisingly enough. Um they, there's this this season of Picard. I'm like, where was this all along? You know, right. I, I I love I, I enjoyed this the first two seasons. I actually I like the second season better than the first because I felt like they started to get a yes. It, it yes. felt like we're doing things, you know. Um, but still, this this is Star Trek to me. Yes, this, this is this is up there with the best of it. Um, and it's good to see that the next generation crew is getting that love. But I'm like, why couldn't we have had this in all those next generation movies that you squandered? You know, it's 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 uh, it's it's really interesting to see what they've done with it. And and, and to me, what's amusing is that a lot of stuff they've done um, seem like the same type of stuff. There are people who hated Discovery and hated Strange New Worlds and, and Picard season one and two and all this stuff. Hated, 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 hated. Picard is doing some of the same things that those shows did. Yep. Maybe doing it in a more refined way, figuring out don't just have a character like this. Let's get into it a little bit more of why he's like that and stuff like that. But stuff that they I see these same people used to complain about, they're talking about how great it is on Picard. Yes. And and it, it, it's... What went wrong? What went right? And, and how do we make sure that moving forward, Star Trek embraces what went right here, you know? Um, because because he, here's, here's the thing. Nemesis is... Star Trek Two, yes. you know, an inferior version of it. Okay, but it's Star Trek Two. Picard season three so far is Star Trek Two. Yep, <laughs> but it's awesome, <laughs> and, yep. and it's and it's also not Star Trek Two. So you know, I can watch them next to each other and not feel like they've been ripping off. But but, but Nemesis tanked and didn't do it right. What what did what did it not do right? What is this doing right that that didn't? Um, when when Riker. Um, when Riker was playing it safe, um, in the Nebula, like, spoilers for people who haven't watched this. You put put a better put a ton of spoiler, spoiler warnings on the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> um, the terminate discussion. There is some Star Trek spoilers. <laughs> Batman spoilers and too. The Batman. <laughs> yeah. Um, on Star Wars, if you haven't seen the original. <laughs> Yeah, if you haven't seen Empire Strikes Back as well, there's a thing about Luke's dad. Oh, dear. <laughs> All right, oh, what, the, no. what the hell was they saying? What was they saying before? Uh, when Riker <laughs> was playing it safe in the Nebula. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, uh, the person I was watching it with was like, uh, oh, you know, I, I, that doesn't seem like Riker to me at all. All right. And I said, actually, it seems a lot like season one Riker to me because... Mm -hmm. The Riker who was afraid to become captain of the Drake, or 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 the Riker who who always was too comfortable in his first officer position to 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 ever want to move out of there until Picard booted him out. Finally, you know, it, it, it's 
he was he was there was some I said I saw all I could think was there's something wrong with him um someone else thought he's a changeling I was like no no that's this Riker with done this before and people have bitched about him for it yeah in the past and yeah because the shit that he's going through in his personal life it made perfect sense he went back to the playing at safe Riker um that was brilliant that was brilliant it seemed completely out of character at first but then the more the, the more I d- you dive into it you, and you think about the past oh wait okay there must be something wrong and it was that there was something wrong it's not that they just didn't cover it and then someone like me comes in in a novel and says oh there was something wrong then and fills in the blank they they did it themselves with what they wrote it was perfectly done so um tangent 52 is what we just yeah said. but i'd say there was a there was a method to my madness because yep. um bringing it to terminator it oh, was okay. how do we make skynet not that unlikable just thing you know it's like we we have the Terminators up front. They're the they're the face of like when Arnold was in the first one and the T one thousand in the second and stuff like that. But behind all of them is Skynet, and it's mentioned a lot. It's not like what's controlling them. We know it's Skynet, but mm. for how do we make Skynet a interesting villain that isn't just something that would dot Matrix on a screen going kill all humans, which is very limited. There has to be more to it than than that, and we know there is. But how do we get that across? And how does how do the directors in the game get that across to, uh, to their players that it's not just this one-dimensional thing that that's the enemy that has no real depth? Well, digging into this whole the whole Skynet versus Skynet two thing is a is a great way to show your the, your players that there's more going on here and it's just not this you know kill all humans which we've seen since the 1950s. Um, you know it's it. The idea that, and, and and that's also with that you you might have Terminator allies for a mission, who, you know, feel like it, we can use these people to do this thing, even to blame it. Like we can't, we ourselves can't be only what we can't. It can't be that Skynet defeated Skynet at this thing which led to a change it has to be this the resistance so we'll use these resistance guys and then after they do this thing for us we'll kill them and then oh. and we'll take all their information and then we'll destroy their base you know <laughs> it's just like like there's there's ways to see why why are they doing that what is going on here what is what is what is the deeper purpose of everything and if you play the terminator characters also um um there's an a, a, there's an adventure that's in the game that basically that's in the in the source book that will basically um show you internally why what skynet is trying to accomplish and try to get you back into its fold when you've been taken out of it so mm. you know it, it it's you hit the nail on the head 100% with this it's like i i don't want we it's so easy to make it one dimensional um, and I feel like the fourth movie, we seem to come back to this fourth movie a lot, which is funny <laughs> to them. But the fourth, the fourth movie tried to make Skynet three dimensional by using um, Helen Bottom Carter yes. you know, as yes. an avatar. But I feel yes. like that was the wrong direction to take that in. Like, you know, it, it, it shouldn't have a face. In fact, actually, the fifth and sixth movie did that too. They gave, they gave Skynet a face. 
you know um skynet is more than i would i would love to see something with skynet where you're in a room with six terminators and skynet is talking through the terminators with different terminators you saying different words you, you know what i'm saying that are making a sentence because he's just taking them all over and now you're talking to the greater entity that is skynet you know that seems more terrifying than oh hi i'm an avatar of skynet how you doing shaking mm. you know it, it it it's like it seems like this what is this thing that you know is able to yeah pretty much be a god to the machines literally you know mm. um, I did have an idea of having three of them or four of them talking to the players at one point, but I'm not GMing, it's him, so I couldn't do <laughs> You've it. You've got an idea um, for him? Yeah, I did. Where each one was a different aspect of, like, the scientists, so <laughs> scientific ones. That Terminator would talk when it was a, a warrior. The, the warrior one would answer the question or... Um, if there was one where it was trying to understand compassion or empathy, it would be the a little cocky one. child. Yeah, you and a your child. Cockney child. Oh, you're, you're, Arnold it'll, be your, it'll be your Cockney elf. Okay, got Hello, it. Governor. Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's cool. Um, so, in anticipation of failing, mm -hmm. Skynet basically copied itself oh. into, let's say, fifteen hundred zip files. Okay. Each is a, you need all those zip files together to, to come together to, de to decompress it and put it back into Skynet again, okay? And they took one zip file and put it in each of 1,500 Terminators and took those Terminators into read-write mode and sent them out. And so they all went into the wilderness or whatever, did whatever for a few years, and slowly all came back to this one Nexus node that Skynet had and installed the the zip until the last one finally came and put it so so Skynet was destroyed in 2029 by John Connor but the backup system solely was re rebuilt in by 33 by by 2033 Skynet 2.0 was active um <clears throat> so this idea of the different aspects that you have here with the scientist one and the Cockney kid. <laughs> important point. It's an important part of humanity. Skynet needs to understand. I'm sure yes. chimneys will need sweeping in the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah. So no, that 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 actually works really well with um, with with that. Like you know, it, I actually got a, my inspiration for that was the Now Comics, which also was not part of this the license but um the the in the now comics it was definitely before terminator 2 and those guys went off the rails with their stories um their terminators are really bizarre in some places um <clears throat> but one of the things that i i noticed is that they would have the terminators get all pissed off and cranky and act like a child sometimes and i was like what is what is this and even though that made no sense, one of them was fighting with Skynet over something in its head. And, and, and it, I just thought, well, wait a minute. If you left them in read-write mode and maybe part of their memory was had this thing jammed in there that was, you know, kind of 
keeping their thoughts up against the wall. Um, and they had no guidance for years. Would they start to go off the rails? Would they start to be like that? Um, and um, what would Skynet be if it was put to get back together, but maybe one or two of those zip files were corrupt and left some things out, you know? What if they one frag its drive? Yeah, one or two of those terminators <laughs> actually didn't make it to upload the zip, you know? Oh, right. Um, so that's what in all those comics from Dark Horse and from now, Skynet exists after 2029, but we know Skynet's destroyed in 2029. So that's where mm -hmm. I came up with 2.0. Um, oh. <clears throat> but yeah, no, the idea of of these different aspects totally fits in exactly with what I put in the core book. So. Oh, cool. It's good to know. Not like you, <laughs> idiot. You understand nothing. Why would you do that? Okay, I will make some changes on my side. <laughs> the game you're not GMing. Yes. <laughs> the game I'm not GMing, yes. Shows yeah. that I can't help myself. Oh, this would be a good idea. <laughs> my character will bring this up for some reason. I need to meet a Terminator so that I can give him the idea that he can go back to Skynet so that he can... Excuse me, Terminator, have you ever considered? <laughs> I'm not terrified of you because I want to get this idea across. Uh, that this would actually... be the fear mechanic, though. True. Something mm. which I really like. You really like the fear I didn't. mechanic? Is it your favorite? Oh, I, didn't. I really like the fear mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I failed. <laughs> I'll fail everything. I'll fail everything. Yeah, every but you are a child so running I, around. So I am will a... I. I will fail everything, too. My cool is also one, but we'll manage. Yeah. We'll survive. Um, but it makes yeah. sense because these Terminators are, you know, virtually indestructible and coming up against them, it, you would be shitting yourself. I like that you say and, that, and yet then the other party member shot it once and it was dead. Oh, well, yes, but in fairness, it was already really damaged. Okay. <laughs> um, that's a great aspect of, of games, like, like the, the stress and aliens oh. yeah in this it's that like was fun. It, it 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 helps so much because like i've always said it's like there's that player who saw aliens and uh, whatever i just put a gun to its head you know it's oh. like a big badass but yeah but your character probably wouldn't and it's it, that's if you have somebody who has that disconnect they're just going to ruin it for the whole table yeah. so oh. if 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 they can those rules help them to see, yeah, you, know, you you don't get to control what you're afraid of, you know, and it, it, it can help people to understand, oh, okay, I guess, I guess I have to do this this way, you know, and work around it. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it, it's, I, I, I love, I love the insanity in, in uh, Call of Cthulhu. Uh, I, I love the fear uh, mechanic here, but I, I still got to say that the number one has to go to the stress. For alien because oh, i've seen yeah we, we agree yeah i've seen too much fucked up things happen because of that stress oh no 100 we had i don't remember if we've told you before but we had an alien we were carrying a wounded npc and she was horrifically wounded she'd been burned from acid by a face hugger she was nearly dead spoiler anyway. alert oh you yeah, haven't listened to our alien, alien campaign. Yep. Okay, you can put a spoiler for that too. Um, but we were trying to help her up a ladder, and then uh, again, someone who's not here, Chris, he he panicked, and when he rolled, he got drop item. 
So he dropped her. <laughs> Drop the item that you're holding. The only thing he was holding was Miranda. So Theodora. He was holding the- Theodora. Theodora. And it was so bad. Oh, that's awesome. That is just, it, it's so terribly awesome. But it added, both. it really added to the scene because that, you know, you yeah. expect to be, you know, the kind of thing that, that would happen in the movie, right? Yeah, normally, yeah. I guess if you roll that, you're dropping your gun, you're dropping, I don't know, but he dropped poor Theodora. <laughs> but did she fall down the ladder shaft or what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, died. all the way down. Yeah. She horrifically died. Yeah. Almost killing Adam's character who was at the bottom yes. of the ladder. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then. We're just getting over that, and Emily has this amazing meltdown scene. Well, I rolled starts... panic too, and mine was <laughs> run away. So I was trying to get back down or up. We were going down. Uh, I was trying to get back trying to get up, up the ladder into another character, started screaming at him. Poor Ken was yeah. like, what is going on here? And yeah. She oh. was doing, she went straight into crying and ama- amazing acting. And poor Ken, <laughs> I remember looking at Adam just going, Thank fuck it's not us in this scene because we'd have to keep up with Emily's good acting. And poor Ken is trying to keep up with Emily because like, he wasn't prepared there, for any there, of this. There. It's okay. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> and my she's family, like, my family comes down being like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah, she had a family come down. They thought something truly bad had happened. <laughs> like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm in character. Go away. <laughs> Oh my god. So yes, watch our alien if you haven't, people. Watch our alien. Because <laughs> yeah, the, the stress mechanic is amazing in Alien. That was it that's, is. That that's what really that tangent well. was about. We really like Yes. But this question related was Emily. So uh, this is about all the different character classes. So I don't want to ask your question. Oh, the character class? Yeah, so we did. So in Terminator, mm-hmm. we actually have two out of the three characters are kind of non-combat focused. And we did notice <laughs> the crit fail way. Yes, there's a lot of characters that aren't like you've got your medic, your historian, you've got all kinds of things that aren't necessarily combat heavy. Do you think it works to have a party based of non-combatants? Is that survivable in this universe or is it very necessary to have people who can fight? I think it's really easy to say, oh, it's a Terminator, I'm going to get the big guns and blah, blah, blah. But in the movies, they always beat it with their brains. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's, I think it's more important that it's people who have have can do things other than just shoot a gun. Um, do you need Do you need to be able to shoot a gun? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You, you know. But does do you need to be do do you need to be the big hulking? Do you need to be a colonial marine to go against uh, the Terminator? Clone Marine is probably going to die against the Terminator, actually. Hmm. Um, but but someone who uses their brains to to I mean, unless the Colonial Marine, you know, is a um, like Hudson, the tech guy. Um, you know, it, 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 my point is is this: it, you you gotta you gotta use your your head if you're going to beat these things, just like with the alien, because they're 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 way overpowered compared to the stronger the, than you, people. they're faster yeah. than you. You gotta. I mean, that's the point in the movies, and that's the point of the game. Um, I, 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 on both series, I, I said that um, the Terminator or the alien, depending, um, needed to be as unstoppable as they were in their first movie. Okay. Um, 
because that's what people remember that relentlessness is what people hook, hook into when they first saw it and we we need to bring that to the game it's it's that 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 fear um or as they call it stress and alien um <laughs> it, you need to feel that at the table you need to be like oh fuck i need to run um, all right should players go into Terminator expecting to survive it or expecting not to? And I, and by that I realize I mean their characters. The players should yes, survive. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, the players should survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> the, the characters. Unless you're really dedicated to the role. Method yeah. acting. <laughs> it's interesting. With Alien, I always tell people just you're gonna die. Yeah. Right. You know? Um, but with Terminator, I think in Terminator, it really depends on how stupid you are. Okay. <laughs> I like that answer. Well, we I'm now know die. if we die, if I have it's a our own fault. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean you personally. I mean your character. Like the stupid yeah. right, right. your character makes, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, uh, with Alien, I, 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 I just think... You, it's in some ways it's almost like dumb luck that people get to survive an alien okay um with with terminator i think it's it's more of a okay we t1000 okay so cold affects it you know heat affects it there's these things that we can use against it like that you know it, it's I don't think it's the same with Alien. For some reason, it's it's just more like, uh, and maybe that's because one's a machine, and ultimately we did build machines. Right. You know, we are One the creators of machines. Yeah, oh. Alien is just Alien. It's un it, unknowable. It's some other life form that is not like us. So maybe that's where I'm getting this in my head. I mean, right. you're probably going to die in both of them. So, <laughs> just, but I, I I think I think that. If you keep if you can keep yourself, if you're smart, you can keep yourself one step ahead of the terminator because the terminator has a specific set of goals in mind. Okay. Once you figure out what he's up to, you have a chance of defeating him. You're never gonna know what the hell the alien's up to. Right. Mm. Machine predictability. Yeah. It's it's what makes the alien alien. We don't understand it. Right. Um, but but the, the the fact that it's a Terminator, okay, it's here. It's probably here to kill somebody. Okay, it's in his goddamn name. All right, who is he trying to kill? All right, do we care? If we don't care, we stay out of the way. <laughs> if we if we do care, how do we lure it into a trap? Pull some A team stuff on it, and 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 you know defeat it. It's 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 about it's about thinking on your feet. Mm. But as it's more of a war story than Alien. Was that an important reason why there needed to be multiple versions of Terminators from far easier ones up to the T-800, T-1000s? Yeah, I mean, it's the same reason we have... Um, it's the same philosophy behind... It didn't actually turn out this way because, I mean, um, the abominations are pretty hard to kill. But um, they're still not as hard to kill as an alien, though. You know, right. um, so so you, you want you can't have a game where you can't accomplish anything. 
because then you just not you don't feel it may seem like a good idea to make your players feel hopeless but there becomes a point where they're like what am i even doing here and they just yeah. leave. right, okay? right. Play this okay but if you have <clears throat> you have the t600 who is bigger than the t800 carries a fucking gatling gun you Ooh. know but they're dumb as bricks and they have a weak spot and you could probably take them out okay you take those out you start to feel a little confident about yourself like i can succeed in this world and then the t800 rips your heart out you know yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> it, there has there has to be that different level um of, of i can accomplish this i can accomplish this but there always has to be the challenge of what's the next harder thing what's the next harder thing right uh the, the alien queen and aliens the t1000 in in terminator you know um there's always a bigger fish um yeah mm. yeah i think i think it's it's you guys have asked really good questions this time because you've got me thinking about stuff that i didn't think of before um uh, we're as crazy as you in our own way yes it seems that way, seems that way. Oh dear. i knew i liked you guys for some reason huh. <laughs> what's the scariest uh, terminator yeah what's i was gonna say scariest terminator Personally, sure. Why not? Or, or what should? Well, Chris, know? Chris had an amendment to that one too. Okay. What was your favorite? Because the, the oh, coolest true, to you might coolest. not necessarily be the scariest. Okay. So it was like, what's what's the scariest, and what was your personal favorite? They might be the same, but they might not be. I think the T one thousand is the scariest to okay. me personally. Um, it's just I I still. Go like this when I think about him sticking his finger through that guy's head and uh, just, hand yeah. through the whole torso in the car. Yeah, and... yeah, and it's you know, and again, it comes down to being smart because if you're smart, you might notice that your friend is acting a little weird because he's a T one thousand and he's not your friend. You know, yeah. um, so it, it, that, it's a it's a different philosophy for for playing Terminator. It's definitely the more aware you are, the better chance. Um, in Alien, the more aware you are, the better chance you have to run away before everyone else does. So, but it's it's still the alien. You run away from the alien. Mm. Alien could wind up going through the ducks and showing up ahead of you. Terminator's not going to do that, mm, right? There, there's well, a T one thousand might though, I guess. Um, yeah. So you know, but 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 uh, the the Arnold the Arnold T eight hundred is not going to do that. Um, so there, there's more of a predictability to um how to defeat it but it's still you still it's not it's a predictability but it's not a boringness because right. this thing will bring it like there's nothing else um right um but my it's, so, a, it's a different fear yeah yeah so my i say the t1000 is the scariest um my favorite one um is got to be the hunter killer mm. Um, I just think I, I've just loved it from the beginning. It's it's awesome. Um, I love the idea of it. Just, I mean, in some ways, this is scary too. I love the idea. It's it's relentlessly searching for you. It's 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 flying low over the rubble, uh, trying to find the that that hole that you climbed into. You know, um, and and it it's going to vaporize you once it finds you. 
So it's the, there's something terrifying about that as well. Um, I always loved those first in, in Terminator One. My favorite sequences were the the flashbacks. Always, well, flash forwards yeah. in his case. Yeah. Um, yeah. Always seeing the the, the tanks and the, the sounds because I didn't really. I don't think they played music. I think it was one of those 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 sequences where they don't play music. So you just had that that sound of the energy pulses going off and the explosions. And I thought it, it's more. We need a, a movie there. That's what we need a movie. And then they made the fourth one. Which, but they didn't make it there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the music there is music in those scenes, but there it, is? it takes okay. a sec it takes a backseat to the sound effects of the, the laser. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> um yeah, in the game we um was a couple of terminators that I, I created from scratch. Um uh I made a hunter killer that operates on the water. Um because we had Atlanta, you know land air sea you know yeah. um so um <clears throat> so it's sort of a hydrofoil thing um and um there's this um a transport truck do you guys ever watch speed racer yes okay you know the mammoth car, the mammoth that, car. <laughs> basically that is a turn is a terminator in the game oh my gosh that would be terrifying yes yes <laughs> <laughs> and the Terminators use it to transport things you, across country. Have either of you seen the mammoth car? When they say mammoth, this thing is like, I don't know how long it is. It's it's crazy. It's, it's, it's a train. Oh. It's a train, that, basically. It's a train yeah. with, with tires. And, and it, it goes into a race because they say any car can enter. And they're, <laughs> and they're like, okay. <laughs> we brought this train. I, I got to say, as, as the youngest, <laughs> I'm surprised that you're the one who would have known. No, what the no, we is. had love speed racer and we okay. had dvds of it so we watched them as kids and i loved it i just thought it was amazing i don't know but the um, you need to watch speed racer the second the second <laughs> uh drive-through rpg adventure that's available it takes place on one of those terminators oh wow um yeah no i i i'm just like okay let's face it they're gonna want to transport things across the country you know um um but maintaining a railway do we, we why not just make it a train with wheels and i was like wait a minute that mammoth car i thought about that <laughs> and, um, yeah makes sense and um and, gold bars too and and the 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 car the the car itself the truck itself is going to be a goddamn terminator you know it, it it's going to run mm. itself just like the tanks and and uh the flying the aerial hunter killers do so yeah mm. so he's, he's he's one of my favorite things that i've created um i think that sounds awesome I have to say, in the fourth, I think my favorite thing was the motorcycles. Although I did say when we were watching it, it did feel a little transformery, but I did like the motorcycles. I think mm. that they wouldn't have felt transformery if there wasn't a transformer in that movie as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I have to admit, I wasn't expecting that huge one until reached in. And... Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's we'll transformers the in that terminator <laughs> yeah it, it i think the production may have tried too hard yeah um you know it's it's it, beneath the planet of the apes the second planet of the apes movie okay it's got it, it's like okay well it's been a few years since the first movie came out uh -huh. and people don't have VHS. 
because this is when you know back in the late 60s yeah. Yeah. so we're going to retell the story of the first movie again in the first half of the second movie okay but then we're going to fill the second half of the movie with am i shocking you because the shock of the end of the first movie was really popular so and then we're going to shock you with this and we're going to shock you with this and we're going to shock you with this so there's some awesome concepts in that movie but as a movie it's kind of like okay you know um it's hard to outdo yourself right is what it comes down to you know um i had a bigger connection but the minute i said planet apes i forgot what i was talking about uh they they tried too hard in terminator 4 because of the big giant the terminator the terminator that was a transformer yeah there you go so it's like now there's bikes that are terminators isn't that shocking now there's a transformer isn't that shocking you know it's just reeling in um, yeah. You know, it, it, I've actually made the same mistake on a, on a couple of things. People say Destroyer of Worlds is everything plus the kitchen sink. <laughs> it is. Um, but um, but they were just trying so hard to create a identity that was their Terminator. Okay. You know. Um, That's, yeah, with all the different people involved, they, we didn't make the T-800. Okay, we didn't make the T-1000. What can we make? Yeah. Giant yeah. transformer. We'll make bikes. We'll make Marcus. We'll make we'll make a transformer. We'll make you know, this. We'll make that. You know, so uh, now it's ours. Now it's our version of, of Terminator. It's our thing, our yeah. iconic Terminator. Yep. Yep. But it those scenes were out. still pretty cool though. I have what? to admit. Those what? scenes were still pretty cool. Like oh, the yeah. scene at the petrol station was I, I was like, yeah. wow. Crank up the volume because like, yeah, explosions and the just the the you know, yeah, the sound of the that was the great. Terminators was awesome. Yeah. Oh, that was a bit mean in that scene because I do remember yeah. the guy running away. He gets hit by the car and he gets <laughs> up and starts running again. And then when the other car comes out, I said to Emily, uh, is it just me or did you kind of want him to get hit by the other car that was coming out as well? <laughs> just like, you're having a really bad day, dude. Not only well, have you I got- thought what was mean was they show all the people like hiding underground and then they just blow up the whole thing. <laughs> uh... <laughs> but yeah, I did like the bikes, but yeah, it did seem a little... I was just waiting for the transformer sound to happen when they came out of the legs <laughs> and that, but yes, thanks for having Anyways. me, guys. Of yeah, course. thanks again, thanks Drew. It was a pleasure having you. Oh, and uh, check out the Black Ballad on Backer Kit. Um, and uh, March 28th is going to be the phone ringing, <laughs> yes. And Everyone, March, watch for your phones to ring on March 20th. March 20th, yeah, everybody's, it's it's like lawnmower, man. Everybody's phone's yeah. going to ring at the same time. Um, uh, March 28th is the Terminator 2 uh, source book Kickstarter for Nightfall Games, Terminator role-playing game. So. Uh-huh. And all the links will be in the description. Awesome. And we want to thank Drew for spending time, like always. Yeah, but don't worry, you. people, because he'll be back. It'll be back. <laughs> God, now I won't. So corny. Now I won't. <laughs> and you know what? We couldn't blame you. <laughs> oh, come on. It wouldn't be me if I didn't do some terrible, horrible... Hey, you didn't ask if the Predator is going to be in Terminator. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you were the, predator, the Predator crossover. <laughs> <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Never. 
All right. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Have a great All one, right. guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Trey. Cool, cool. What? Um, no, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Luke, you want to be included. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, I'm so left out. Everyone's got cats but me. Mm, um, yep.